Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hi, I'm Katie Page. And I'm Paul Ashton. And we made a comedy feature film called This Isn't Funny that Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergaro helped us produce. Along with us, it stars Anthony LaPaglia, Eddie Gafegi, Mimi Rogers, David Pasquese, Chia Caridis, and Danielle Pennebaker. And it features some hilarious stand-up comedy from Beth Stelling, Ahmed Barucha, Will Weldon, and Katie. And you can stream the film right now in the U.S. store of iTunes, on Google Play, and at Amazon. If you like it, please tell your friends. Share it and rate it. Thanks so much, guys. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. Destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Yeah, hey buzzers, welcome to an extra special episode of AfterBuzz TV's Arrow After Show. I am your host, Allie Coda Bradford, joined by some fantastic people, of course, a very gorgeous, beautiful lady to the end. Go ahead and introduce yourself. <laughs> hey, I'm Alicia Rataro. Go ahead, Katie. I'm the new Tari. <laughs> I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaxet, that's K-I-A-X-E-T. We're also checking the live chat tonight and the uh, hashtag, which is ABTV Arrow. So if you've got commentary, questions, any of that fun stuff, throw it in there and we will take a look at it. Go for it. He's jamming over here. I'm Lex Michael, and I may have just become a Sia fan. Ooh, okay. <laughs> hey, well, I am, I already said my name. I'm Allie Corner Bradford. You can find me at Boys and Beauty 01. And let's get into the show, shall we? So, first things first, let's talk about this relationship between Felicity and Oliver, because that was the highlight for me this entire episode. Mm. Um, but I was getting very frustrated with Felicity taking her anger out on Oliver. See, this This is actually the point where I want to take a step back and actually talk about Felicity a little bit. Sure. Because this is, again, we're looking at her not being trained for this sort of situation. And she has stayed up for way too long. And she hasn't gotten any sleep. And she hasn't looked away from the computer in God knows how long. Like, she doesn't even know what day it is anymore. And at that point, you are just gone. Mm-hmm. And it's with her not knowing how to handle the situation. And everyone around her who has more training with this saying... You need to take a break. You need to breathe. It's going to be okay. Sleeping is not a sin. And so I can understand being that ridiculously high-strung because I don't think she slept this entire episode at all. Yeah, but you got to so, understand, too, though, she feels guilty. I mean, we did talk a little bit about, or we didn't talk about, the show talked about her her daddy issues. We'll, we'll get into that later. But, um, <laughs> you know, she felt very guilty because of everything that happened with Ray and it being her fault. So I think that's part of what drives her crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, yeah, again, part of it is she hasn't had to handle this sort of, this particular situation before. She doesn't have the training for it, and so it's driving her up the wall and back down again. 
So this, it, wow, I'm losing words tonight. It is late, you guys. It's like 11 o'clock. I am usually in my pajamas petting my cat at this point. Just like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's not slang. I have a kitty. And that's- oh, dear. This is what happens on the late night show, you guys. After buzz, after dark. The point where I get a sound oh, effect is the point where I'm just like, yeah. We're good. Right. It's good. Right. We're good. So, Alicia, take it. Here. <laughs> um, so, if you find a man that looks as good as Oliver and he can cook, um, yeah. I already have him and he's at oh. home. Oh, okay. All right. Dang. We well, made bison last night. Can you believe that? Oh. Bison's good. That's so good. Oh, man. Can we come over and have bison with yeah. you? Yeah. You can. And he would also shuck you oysters. <gasps> what? I know. Dang. All right, I might steal what your boyfriend. Your question, oh, oh, okay. I might do it. Well, I'm going to take you up on that invitation. Anyways, so if I had a man like him, what would I do? Yeah, I mean, okay, first of all, <laughs> was that the question? Oh, I mean, you know what? No. <laughs> um, anyway. Um, no, but you know what? I will say this about Oliver. He handled everything really well. Season one yeah. and two and three, Oliver would have probably took the situation in a whole different level of dark. But now he's so lighthearted this season. It was really cool to see him just lay back and be like, oh, okay. Like, he took it with humor, even though on the inside it was not okay for him. Smiling Oliver is my favorite Oliver. He yeah. had a six-month vacation. Dude's feeling pretty good. Or he was until he came back to the uh, seventh circle of hell. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just think that, okay, so at one point, Felicity sits down with Oliver, and she says that there's a problem between their relationship. And once Oliver realized that he's the problem, he's like, okay, I'm just going to give you your space. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was like, oh, that's cool, because most people in that situation, just in life, the first thing you want to do is latch on to the person and make sure that they don't leave you. And for him to just get up and walk away, I was like, good move. Good move. I think it's also partly Oliver going, I don't know what to do with this. I'm just going to back away slowly. Dig, dig, help. What do? You know, the interesting though thing is that Diggle actually had said, um, you know, when you come across a woman like this, this, that, and 30, he had a long speech about having like a real kick-ass woman and that he'd married one twice. I'm like, okay, that's awesome. However, I feel like I've not seen that kind of chemistry between him and Lila. And I know we don't get to see their relationship a whole lot, but regardless, when we see them together, I'm like, okay, they're cute, they're happy, but I don't see any electricity. And I was like, I disagree. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I don't see it. I see like old, I don't know. I just see a really boring, boring, like, mm, I love you, you love me, okay. But then when I see Oliver and Felicity, to me, I just see more of a genuine, real love. Well, I also feel like you've, you've felt that longer than I have. For the, Like, I always really liked what the two of them were doing individually, but I think maybe I've made comments, which is why I think in season three... I thought Felicity and Ray's stuff together popped so much. And I was like, wah, wah, wah. But I didn't really feel it between the two of them. And now after this episode tonight, I get it. I'm like, all right, there, there is what all of these Elicity shippers have been trying to press on me for like, for like three years. I'm going. He's boarded the ship. Yeah, he's boarded the ship. I I I ship nothing. I watched them from the shore. I. uh, Oh uh, no, honey, you're on board. (laughs) The computer agrees. Great feelings. No, but I also one thing I really like, and we've talked a little bit about. um, I think Katie, you've brought up that a lot of shows 
will throw in, once two characters are in a relationship, will throw in drama that feels very manufactured and it will be uh, excessively melodramatic and unnecessary and it's it's drama for drama's sake. And I really appreciated, A, that this felt very honest to me and it felt very true to where both of them were at this point. Very organic. In the story and in the relationship with each other, but also... What made me even happier about it is that they resolved it by the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. And I think going... It almost felt like, to an extent, especially on this type of show, which does, in a lot of ways, get soapy from time to time, some of that relationship drama is expected. And this felt very much like, yes, it's expected, we're going to do it, we're going to do our version of it, and now... We're not going to stretch it over half a season. We're going to mm-hmm. deal with it, and they're going to move on stronger for it from this point. Right. And we've talked a little bit about relationships and how you don't need to have the on-again, off-again, will they, won't they, are they cheating, this and that and the other. You don't. You can have some drama within a stable relationship mm-hmm. and still have that stable relationship. It doesn't have to be boring just because they're going steady or engaged or married yeah. or whatever, and that's... You know, that's the uh, failure of understanding that gave us one more day in the Spider-Man comics. Mm. It's not boring because they're together. And I like to see that Arrow understands that and is able to execute that in a, like you said, a very natural, very organic way. Yes, please. More of this. Thank you. Mm. Yep. (laughs) Preach. Um, Yeah. You know what, though? A lot of that realization and then her coming around Felicity was because of her mom though you know what I mean if it wasn't for mama none Mm. of that would have happened but I really do like Donna Smoke a lot in this particular series um even though she is that blonde ditzy bimbo-y like from afar but when you actually get to know her she's actually a really really sweet lady I adore her and the stinger for this episode was Amazing. Are you referring to the the all too brief scene of <laughs> Quentin Lance meeting Donna Smoke for the first time? Yes, they, I ship it. I have another one for the Armada. That was an incredible scene. It was a, the, so the two happy. The, instantly, the connection and the chemistry between those two actors was absolutely wonderful to watch. Mm. Well, yeah, it's my daughters are driving me crazy. Yeah. Our collective <laughs> children are having issues. Let's bond. But it almost it it makes me nervous. Because we still don't know who's in the grave, and I feel like the, the who is who is the most. I hesitate to use the word, but who is the character that we could lose and still continue this series as a series? And now, who is uh, more happy and feeling more secure and entering into something that seems positive in a way that they weren't before? Those are the people that I then become very, very afraid for. Well, we know that Sarah's safe because well, she's on a she's spinoff. On a spinoff yeah. Hey, she's on a spinoff. We know that B, it would safe. be like again, right? Seriously. She's going to die for the third time. No big deal. Just like, that's it. Third time's the charm. We are done. The pits are gone. We're just, we're we're finished. I do love that she has the pit rage. Yeah. I actually like that they kept that and that Constantine finding her soul wasn't just a, oh, it's completely done and she's 100% fine now, goodbye. It's, no, she has to deal with this. This is not consequence free. And I love that they're doing that. You know, I wonder is what they actually told her. They didn't show us a conversation of when she came back. Like, hey, by the way, just so you know, you were killed. We brought you back from the dead, if you're wondering where you've been. Um, Yeah, and it was Thea. I don't know if they told her until... I, I don't know if they told her that Thea killed her, but I don't know if they told her about the rage until after she beat that Cord Industry guy half to death. 
Oh, by the way, Which, court, court, court Industries. industries. Right? That was very ah. exciting. Um, anybody in the audience that's as massive a nerd as we both are, apparently, also got really excited when you saw Court Industries. Court Industries is, of course, a reference to Ted Cord, the original Blue Beetle in the comics. And we've talked about this in the past. They originally wanted yeah. to use Blue Beetle, and I guess the movie arm of DC Warner Brothers was like, nope. And so they that's why we have Ray Palmer. And that's why Ray was a discount Iron Man for most of the season. And now he's discount Ant-Man, too. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say paperweight, <laughs> but okay. Yeah, Regardless. no. So I'm I'm gonna sit here and hope for some blue beetle and booster gold. And I know it's not gonna happen, but I don't care. That's that's my pie in the sky. I want it. Give it to me <laughs> because they'd be more at home on the Flash. Those two are just a comedy act. Alexis is with me. Alexis oh. is to our our um, engineer. Alexis is a lovely human being, and she's totally with me. We need those two. We need them as part of a big you know, crossover episode because. Yes! I want it! Really quick, let's take a moment and to actually go into the live chat, see what people are saying, because I think I saw it already moved on our page, and I know we're a little delayed, but Good Guy said something along the lines of he thinks that it's going to be Mama Smoke because it's revenge against Lance. For betraying Damien Dark. Yeah, go back down a little bit. It was right up there. Yep, by Good Guy. I'm just laughing at the person that said, Pit Rage, there's a deodorant for that. Wow. (laughs) Bless you. All right. Well, anyways, you know, since since we have Elisa here, let's take advantage of her presence and talk a little <laughs> bit about the flashback scene. So, we get a little bit of your character. We haven't been introduced. Do we have a name for her yet? Um, I think that when uh, Wendy actually released that uh, in an interview a few days ago. So it's Diana. Okay, Diana. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting too because I wonder. I was actually on IMDb, and the way you're credited, yeah. it's like worker, worker, worker. So yeah. I'm wondering, will all that change eventually, or is it going to be like worker until they announce? I wish I could answer that. No, I no, no, just no. don't have the inner workings of that mindset. But um, that's all I'm at liberty to say. That's all I. That's all yeah. I actually really even know. Like. That's NDAs, a, yeah. yeah, NDAs everywhere. I know. <laughs> Sign here. Aww. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your experience. So, when you guys shoot, I mean, where are you? Are you like way far away from? I know you haven't had a chance to really work with all of the cast. Yeah. So, are you just out in the middle of nowhere? Um, I'd like to imagine that we are, but because it's my home, I'm at home. So oh, it's it. kind of an awesome experience to be able to do that work in my backyard, literally. At some points, like you're kind of like, oh, this I live like two minutes from here. No way, I can walk <laughs> to work. Yeah, like, driver, pick me up. No, um, that doesn't happen. <laughs> two I'm minutes of limo. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, no, it's it's really magical actually because you get to harness your landscape in a different mindset that you've never been able to really do before because there's a crew, mm-hmm. and then you're in a different world, right? So um, we're shooting um, on location most of the time in Vancouver on some of the most beautiful landscapes I've ever seen thus far in my little amazing life, um, and then on sound stages. So we have an awesome crew that just develops and makes a lot of the world that you see. Which in secret locations I can tell you, NDA. Of course. Yeah. Um, so that's it, really. Yeah, we're using the landscape of beautiful British Columbia. Hashtag explore BC. Oh, you got that? Yeah. Okay. Um, um, yeah. How long does it? Okay. When we see the flashbacks, though, they're such short slivers in a long storyline. But how long do you actually take when you're filming those things? Um. So we're like a two take wonder. 
Shut up. You can only oh, imagine. excuse me. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So <laughs> no. talented over there. I, no, but, like, yeah. at the end of the yeah. day, sometimes it is, yeah. like, a one-take wonder oh, nice. because of the severe, like, intensity of what we need to do, mm-hmm. which is battle against Mother Nature. <laughs> so it's, like, rehearse, 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 set it up, shoot, go. Like, oh. yeah. And we're blessed that we can do that because we have the crew and we have the awesome talent of the cast yeah. to do that kind of work mm-hmm. at the level of intensity that we need to do. So it's always... I, I can't accumulate how many hours because it's always just fun. So it, like, yeah. I lose time. But um, it's it's good enough. Do you ever... Just really quick. Game. I mean, we'll get back to the show, but I'm just curious because I was talking to another actress that's on a TV show and mm-hmm. she said when she first started getting into television, yeah. she'd be in the makeup chair and some of the star actors would be learning their lines the day of shooting. Do you guys ever do stuff like that? That's a tough one because, yeah, like sometimes that has to happen maybe on the day because there's revisions coming in at you all the time, right? Like I've worked with scripts before where it's like rainbow bright and you're like sometimes if you're not keeping track of your revisions you're like where oh <laughs> like, I, what and like the script is just like that was not your line so you've got it like you've got to be on top of your game so like I've been in a trailer before where someone's like we're here getting makeup done and they're like hey here's your line like here's your new scene set up so you have to be like you have to be on par you have to know your story and if you don't know your story, like you're screwed. I'm just like this. Uh, like I, you, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know what you. to say to you. Why? Yeah, like I feel like just keep breathing. So I don't know. I'll say, but with this one now, though, like with Stephen and Mel, did you guys ever actually get to interact before acting together? It was like, hey, I'm Stephen. Hey, I'm Alicia. Okay, no. let's go. No, it was like yes, for like a brief moment, it was quite magical. Like I got to set. We were on location. And, you know. It's like here's the director, here's your crew, here's your setup, and then it's like, oh, there's Steven. And we're like, oh, hey, and it was just, bam, like, hey, what do you need to know? How can I help you? He was so wonderful, so so supportive. Like it was just really nice to have that, you know, that swoop of support from mm-hmm. from him, from the dude, like coming up and just being like, yo, like, what do you need? Like, let's do this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it still makes me feel like this sometimes. I'm like, oh yeah, that happened. You're great. So, like, like way to go. you know, girl to girl, because, you know, we have lots of yeah, girl yeah, fans, yeah. you know? <laughs> I mean, I know you got him in and everything, but he's, you know, he's handsome. At any point, do you ever, like, when you first meet someone like that, like, he's talented, he's nice, he's handsome, and you're like, hi. It's, do you ever get butterflies? Yeah, and you get them for the, yeah. Dude, it's Stephen Amell. Who doesn't? Uh, to be fair. Yeah. Can I get can I get honest though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, um, I get them for the weirdest reasons, and it's because I'm like, you're like you're killing it. Like I get yeah. them for that yeah. reason yeah. where I'm like Ooh. you're owning it. Like way to go, dude. Like I get them for the other reasons. Right. So if you'll forgive the term, it's a, a competence boner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing to forgive there. It's all true. Can I have a towel please on set? Um yeah, it's true. Like it's just it it like it I I just get turned on by the other things mm-hmm. and like those are some of the things where it's like great work ethic you still look good doing it like I admire like you have a family you're building more and more and more of your career like it's just it's just for me it's like yes like yeah. super inspirational yeah he's a stud 
and he's a super nice human being. So it is cool. It's but just, now he's a stud and a super nice and, human being who gets to hang out with the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Let's not even talk about that right Uh-oh. now. Uh-oh. Yeah. Thank you. I know. Thank you. <laughs> but I'm also just like, what can we get a towel? Um, so it's just, yeah, it's cool. Like, yeah, girl to girl. Yeah, he's a very handsome, smart, lovely human being that kills it. Mm-hmm. So nice. it's, And it's also nice to see that, you know, like, he's Canadian, props, like, way to go. And he just does a good job. Like, a great job. Nice. Huh. I'm into it. I'm jealous. We're just going to live vicariously. I know, right? Do it. You it's have like, my info. <laughs> be texting you when you're like, up. Yeah. send me oh, a picture <laughs> when he's not like looking. Like one of these? Is he shirtless? Go now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's, yeah, it's weird. I'm just, yeah. I'm a geek in like a different way where I'm like, that turns me on. Like, you delivered that line really well. <laughs> like, you didn't dro- yeah. Confidence you. boner. Yeah, you didn't drop your line ending. Way to go. Oh. So it's really cool. It's just And you're going to be his love interest eventually, apparently. Yeah, maybe. we'll see where that goes. Once again, like, it's not even an, an NDA. It's, I just don't know. We don't know. And every... Um, <laughs> but that's how they advertise you. You know, like, right? when, yeah. like, like a few months ago before the show even started, like, <laughs> that's how they advertise. Yeah, yeah. You're like Oliver's new love interest, but in the past, don't worry, he's not going to ruin things for Felicity. And you're like, okay. Yeah, it's it. I want to see where uh, the writers' room takes everything and where the producers want to take things. Like, it's it's exciting for me on that level too because it's it's like I'm there with you guys. You know, yeah. like I'm just trying to enlighten what they give me to you. Right. So what we're what we're seeing now in the season 4 flashbacks, what that's okay, so we spent 5 years on the island and other right. places. So now we're in year 4, one more year of being away and now we're into the fourth year. This stuff we're seeing with you is 5 years ago in the present timeline of the show. I hope you're still alive. Yeah. Should I have more wrinkles when we like, come to the present? Well, here's what I'm wondering. I don't think the flashbacks on the island are one to one like the uh, episodes are. Because the episodes kind of air in real time for fair, the yeah, most that's fair part. Enough. I seriously doubt that they've set the flashbacks up like that. I think at this point we are maybe two years in. Okay. Because really? that gives that oh that gives them a lot of time to stretch things out. Good point. Mm. And yeah, a lot of what we see up. on the island is boy, a lot sure happened in twenty four hours, and it's been like mm. six episodes. That's a good point. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I honestly think that mm-hmm. we don't have as much flashback timeline as we have here, and they've just been showing us what's relevant and then stringing it out along episodes. Sure. Okay. That that does make sense. So I'm going to ask you a question that hopefully won't break your NDA, mm. but, you know, maybe it'll give us some insight. Bring um, it. Have you done any fight training or anything? Not on set. I just do okay. it on my own time. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. It's just something that I... Enjoy doing. Yeah, my body needs it. Like, Lazarus Pit Rage, mm. maybe. <laughs> do I have that? I it's don't possible. know. It's possible. Hashtag Scorpio. Just have it over there. Yeah. <laughs> Scorpio Sister Rage? No. Um, I just need it. I. Oh. It's just something, uh, like, as my skill set, as an actor, with what I'm into, like, I just, I love having that at my fingertips and kinesthetically in my body. Yeah. Nice. So, so maybe, it. well, because I was like, well, because, you know, like, in the, in the flashback, this episode, right, your yeah. character, for now, we call her worker, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. she is lying down, and here comes hot Ollie, and she's like, <clears throat> and I was like, oh, she's got cat-like reflexes, is she going to be a fighter? And you can't tell us. Je ne sais pas. <laughs> yeah. I would love mm-hmm. to see you show up in the present. Yeah. Just thank you. Because. 
Even though, and do what? Like that? Like let's get into your brain, Chris. Don't know. Don't care. Yeah, Love I don't for know. you to show up and just have it be like it's like working for uh, not Vandal Savage. Wow, Damian Dark. Vandal Savage would be interesting mm-hmm. though. Once we start doing the whole braiding the crossovers by throwing a third show in there, right? Could I show up in the future like they do in Weird Science when that chick pops out of their like computer? Their oh yeah, they so have they've that, introduced you know? time travel into this world, so you could quite possibly show up in any era you could conceive <laughs> of and in any dimension. So we've only ever had one flash forward this season, and that does six months later. Oh, that's the yeah. when everyone's sad. That oh. I was howling watching the Flash last night because there's drama on the Flash, and I'm like, no, honey, I watch Arrow. That got resolved. <laughs> we got a six wait, months later wait, spoiler. Do, Sorry. Do we remember who's Oliver's baby mama? Did we ever she see lives her? She in physically? Central City. Yes. Oh, but it's not you then. No, no. Because no. I was like, maybe that's who this girl is. From. I'm not gonna lie. Because but- then, how how would she have made out with like 18 year old Oliver, and then wound oh, up point. halfway Dang. across the world okay, on the yeah, island, and then theory. somehow made it back to Speed Force? Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, Whatever. sure. I'm sorry that evidence killed your theory. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> what I was gonna say though uh, is when, when you were happens. announced on this show, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. I was like, who is this heifer? Is she, is, she, is she trying to be a love interest? <laughs> That's awesome. I was so mad. I was like, but then when they said it was a flashback, I'm like, okay, it's okay. You yeah, can be on there the show was a now. lot of interesting, like, feedback like, coming. Yeah, like, a lot, I don't even know what word to use. There's just like a lot of interesting stuff coming up on my social media. So, She's going to break up Elicity. From, Get her. Like, Elicity? And I was like, hello, Elicity. I love you. Like, I really, I was like, I am a fan. Yeah, no, it's true. Another it's one great. for the ship. We got a full crew, you guys. We got a full crew. We are sailing this. <laughs> so random, so random thought. I love when at one point there was Curtis and he was in the office with Oliver and you know how he did the thing and he's like, who are you? And then right before Oliver walked in though, he was like, what did he say? Um, I'm married, don't stray. I'm married, don't stray. I'm no, married, he's, he's straight. straight. Oh, I thought he said don't stray. No, I was like, like I'm oh. married, he's straight. Oh, got it, got it. Sorry. I know, sorry. I, yeah, I tried... I, tr- I thought he said you were married, stay straight, or like, straight, or like something like <laughs> Somehow that. Somehow be straight, but I was just like, oh. Stay straight? Either way, Is that I a term like, of endearment? Like, no. hey, bro, stay straight. Uh, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> no, maybe in like the 20s. <laughs> yeah. And I know oh. it's going to be the 20s again in a couple of years, but like oh. the 1920s. Did I just oh. blow your mind? I, no. Maybe. I think I did. <laughs> it was, you know what? It wasn't the initial comment. It was asking me to reflect on whether my mind was blown that caused my mind to, in fact, I win. I got two of them. You're next. Okay. Bring it. <laughs> Anyways, that's all. I was just going to say, mm-hmm. I like that moment. I like Curtis in general. I like mm-hmm. his character a mm-hmm. lot. I like that there's somebody else on the show besides Ray that speaks Felicity. Yes. Um. Yeah, and he got to join the team this episode, which is pretty cool, too. So that's something Base else. That, jumping. That's something else that yeah. I wanted to talk about is how I think the best decision that was made creatively for this show was to go as comic booky as they're going. Oh, yeah. The, the, uh, assaults, the raid on Court Industries where you've got two canaries, two arrows, Diggle, the future Mr. Terrific, uh, Felicity, everybody doing their business, fighting off Hive soldiers made me insanely, insanely happy. Plus, uh, this episode featured what might be, for my, my, what? For my money, yeah. the most comic booky line that I've ever heard on this show, which is when Felicity says to Oliver, uh, I believe it's, you face down Miracuru soldiers and the League of Assassins, but you couldn't stand up to my mother. I love it. Yeah. That made me so happy. Almost like it's written by Gail Simone. Yes, it, but that's exactly it. It's like a, the, leaning into that tone, I love. And it makes me so, because again, 
I've said it before on this show, but it's like, oh, we're here now. This is where we are. Well, once you introduce the Flash, there's there's no going back. Yeah. The no powers rule from season one was just like, nah, Merlin's still alive. We introduced Barry Allen. We've got Miracura soldiers. If we're done. <laughs> um, I actually want to go back to the fact that you're talking about the whole fight with Hive and all that. And two things. One, everybody's so worried about Sarah going crazy and killing people, but at the same time, like, aren't you guys killing people? Like, didn't Oliver just shoot somebody with an arrow, first of all? Second of all, I think it's almost beneficial to have a crazy on your team, because when shit gets real tough, the crazy is the one who's going to take care of everybody. Mm-hmm. See, here's the problem with having a berserker. You rile him up, you let him go, and you get the hell out of the way. And they're usually, they're, they, they usually tank. They usually have larger armor. They usually have larger weapons. You want a very large swing to take care of things. Having a very petite berserker in a very close knit team, you don't have the correct setup to handle that. And you don't have the correct setup to wrangle that once it starts getting out of control. And this is also a team that has very much walked the moral gray line of, okay, we're not going to kill unnecessarily. We're going to try and disable instead of, you know, murdering people left, right, and center because that was season one, Oliver, and I'm season four, Oliver, now, and there's a difference. So when you have someone who is not only killing people and going back on this morality thing that we've that we've talked about, but doing so in such a way that's worryingly out of character for them and is completely out of control, that's not an asset. That's a liability, especially mm-hmm. when you're up against Damien Dark. Mm-hmm. You know what? One of um, sorry, this is really random, but <laughs> why just keep taking your theories? Yeah, I, um, I heard what you said, and I'm not going to address it and move on. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Is this the Republican no, no. debate? No, this is about this is about Sarah. Hold please. One of the the last night, actually, I don't remember who it was, so I'm so sorry. But somebody was tweeting at me, and they were saying, you know, what's the point of all the masks if every single person on the team is like mm. Sarah? Fair point. Sarah. And I was like, there is that. Yeah. That How many Sarahs are there in Star well, City? Still, it's just the point. You know, you got Chatty oh, yeah, Cathy, no. and then you got, who's a, what's a trick? Spartan. Spartan, and then you're going to be like, Sarah. Sarah. I'm like, what? No. And honestly, if the security footage is out and, you know, because they were yelling her name when we had one unconscious guard and one almost dead guard, no security footage, no audio, no one else there to witness it, so who cares at that point? Like, I get it. But there were no witnesses. Yeah, just it's the point. It's the point. It is. It's not a good habit it's, to get into. No, for it's sure. not. Yeah, for reasons sure. that she's not on the show anymore. Yeah. But she's going to go we... be berserk in Legends of Tomorrow, where they're even less equipped to handle it. But are we? Mm-hmm. I mean, are you guys happy to see Sarah leaving? Like, as far as because the team has come together without her, and now that she's back, are we just like, nah, it's okay if she leaves. I'm good. Her role has been filled. We love her, but we did the crazy dramatic arc, and we've had the crazy dramatic consequences, and it would just be retreading ground if we brought her back and then kept her. So the spinoff's a good thing. Yeah, it's not like she's leaving this world. Right. She's just going over here. Yeah. yeah. And she also mentioned specifically that she might visit their mom in Central City. In so. Central City! The crossover's in two weeks! Yeah. So it's not like we're gonna miss her for very long. She's she's still here. Just, you know, that that way. And wait, right. remind me when we hit news and gossip, they have interviews about the crossover and we have details. Oh, okay. So yeah. I like details. <laughs> me too. 
Anyways, okay. Well, I guess then Sarah's out, and we're over that. I <laughs> dang it, Tari, stop! Is he tweeting? He's, yeah, he's Tari J. Chat. Miller is in the live chat. I used oh. to be a panelist like these guys until I took an arrow to the knee. Oh <laughs> my god! Yes, Tari, what are you doing? I hope you feel better. Yeah. Tari has a migraine. He couldn't join us. Yeah, he probably doesn't have a migraine anymore if he's looking at his computer screen. We're going to give him one again. Yeah, we are. Mm. Anyways. All right. Feel better, bro. We love you. I wanted Sarah to hold baby Sarah. Oh, oh. that would actually have been a really good moment. That would have been I cute. Well, so. you don't really want the berserker near your tiny child. That's true. She's the last person I would want near a baby right That's now. And it really, it probably is violence that triggers violence. Like, I can understand that being the situation and so Sarah wanting to remove herself from it. But you still don't want the berserker near your tiny child. No. No. No, she just killed a guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she'd be, she'd be fine for another two weeks. Then she'd go I mean, she else. beat be- a guy half to death, possibly to death, with her bare hands. You just kind of... Nope. But actually, bizarrely, that's not a bad point, because once you kill somebody, once you kill somebody the bloodlust is temporarily abated, so maybe right after she kills someone is the only safe. time you'd want her near the baby? Just wash the blood off first. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> right. He's looking at like, so these people are crazy and I no longer feel safe. That's crap. Yeah. Anyways. So um, let's talk about Thea. How about let's talk about Thea. Um, okay. So new boy comes in. He's um, evil. You think so? Oh, he's got to be. Okay. Just, they're either evil or doomed. And I prefer to look at evil for this one. He's too clean cut and pretty for a city that's going to hell like this. Thoughts? He's evil. Thoughts? What are your thoughts? I can't say. <laughs> oh <my> God, I know. <laughs> He's nice. I met him in the parking oh. lot. <laughs> in real life. In real life. Yeah, I, I figured. <laughs> He's evil. I met him in the parking lot. Oh, uh, honey. Wow. Um, oh, mm. And when I mean met him, I like waved at him through the mat, through the van. Oh, you're like, hi. You <laughs> <laughs> waved back. Oh. It happened. Oh. I miss Roy. Yeah. Why nobody else does? It would be fun to see him show up in the crossover just because we can. Doesn't he come like episode seven or something or other? Does he? When? I thought he comes back. Does he? Does he? Does he? I don't know. I could be making it. Live chat. Uh, Is this true? Somebody on Twitter. Google that. And if so, please give us links to the interview. Yeah, the people that are that are uh, live chatting with us, somebody internet this. I adore Callie saying evil is better than Mm. doomed. Like, yep. Yep. Doomed and in the grave. No, they're not going to kill him. He might be Who, evil Parker? and doomed. Yeah. Oh, what is his name in the in the in the show? I just want to call him by his name. I that guy. Know. Okay, well that guy, that uh, guy who has a crush uh, on Thea, campaign manager man, Alex. There you go. Thank that's you. See, that's yeah. why we have you here oh, today. Thank you. <laughs> Providing that insight. Yeah. Yes. yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know what? Actually, because you'd mentioned like you just got to say hi to him. Who have you been able to actually talk to on cast? Is it pretty much just you and Steven? Um, Yep. Yeah, and like, let's just, yeah, like, I, we don't have the opportunity to, I don't, I should say, have the opportunity to really meet anybody, like, except in the trailers. Oh, okay. You know, like. Well, a lot of your stuff, you're separate from almost the entire uh, yeah. main cast, with the yeah. exception of Stephen Amell. Exactly, yeah. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty lucky. Oh. Yeah, I think as no. a fan. <laughs> oh, that sounded mean, but you know what yeah. I mean. No. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's the, the you're, you're right. You're lucky because he's there, not because they're not. Right. <laughs> right, yeah. right. I mean, I've seen the girls in the trailers super briefly. Like, I've seen Emily was by, um, Willow was by, like, hi, hi, bye. Like, 
Aww. That's it. Like we just, yeah. I think I think as fans, when you watch a TV show and you think about the cast, of course you like fantasize about how great it must be. Like they probably like hang out and they this and that, but they, I'm sure there's just so much work sometimes. And the schedule's sometimes. so yeah. so super quick. As yeah, well. and I feel like the you know the caliber of the show and all these crossovers that that are happening, like Flash, Legends, all this stuff is like you got to imagine those actors and their Working. schedules, oh, and yeah. then the and then the crossovers, and then coming back like. It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just, it's hard. Yeah. Like, I, you need to sit down for a minute and just, like, line up four calendars, I'm sure. And just, oh, I yeah. don't know. Different colors. You know, that's what I've noticed, though, with the CW is a lot of times, not in a bad way, but they recycle actors in that if they really like you, maybe. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I feel like once you have a great working relationship, I notice they stick and they use a lot of the same actor, which I think is fantastic, actually. But um, And I don't know if that is, if it's a familial thing with that network, but a lot of times I'll see actors that were on one show, if it gets canceled or whatever, they'll still end up on another show on the same network. And I, wow. You know what? I can't really speak to that in terms of, you know, that side of the world. All I can say is that they're probably damn good actors then. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's something there about them that the network and producers and colleagues and crew talk about and love and want to keep working with. Like, I don't know, man. If you're nice and can still do your job really damn well, like, why not keep doing it? Right. With, like, well, those shouldn't be mutually exclusive people. qualities. I don't know. <laughs> they shouldn't be. Know. Unfortunately, they can be. I'm like, that's yeah, what that's makes, makes my face do this. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Um, but uh, <laughs> some people's children. But I mean, right? like for some you, for example, right? Because you have done several different CW shows. Was it a call that they're like, okay, you know, we really love her. Let's have her come in for this spot. She'd Dude, be great for it. I audition my ass off all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm up against people all the time. Like I don't know what the inner workings of those brains are at all. I just go in there and try and kill it and like own the character to what I can do, and then. Pray to the gods, I get a call. Yeah, right. And yep. if not, then oh well. It's yeah, you know, I, you don't ever know. Like you don't know. And we're just—it's just where I am too. Like uh, a lot of stuff shoots up there. Yeah, right? like, yeah, yeah. We have the luxury of having great location. You know, different production houses there, and most of those networks are up there. So it's what's yeah. up there. I don't know. Yeah. Like, welcome to Vancouver. So, the new LA Vancouver. Anyways, all right, guys. Um, let's get back into the show. I think I've skipped around all over the place. Um, what am I missing? I feel like I've missed something. We've covered Felicity. Oh, you know what though? Um, I really liked the resolution between Felicity and Oliver when they did have their moment. Mm. It's yeah. been an entire okay. Not that this season's been that long, right? But it's been an entire season. In the very first episode, we got to see happy Felicity and Oliver, and then after that, it's just been work, work, work. So it was nice, even though that there was conflict. It was nice to see them as a couple, be a couple, and at the very end of the show I was just like oh I want one well and just seeing them both talk about yeah we didn't neither of us really grew up with a stellar example of a good relationship and it's amazing we've gotten as far as we have but let's you know let's clear the air let's make this work as opposed to bye yeah Yeah. but also I'm glad that they didn't really float the possibility strongly that they were going to break up, like I was saying before, because they could have uh, artificially dragged this out a lot longer than they had to. Oh, aside from that jump scare moment, like, I think 
we should clear the air. Well, no, but I would have been mad. I would have been mad at Felicity if she would have called things off temporarily, even for space, just because for so long, for the last few seasons, we've seen this chemistry between the two of them, and it was put in a way to where it seemed like she was the one that liked him more, even though he Mm -hmm. liked her too. And to like somebody for so long and to want something for so long and then just to have it for such a short period of time and then you're the one that cuts it off? You're like, really, dude? No. So I would have been mad if she was the one who was like, "Mm, I need my space. But that's just me personally. Well, he'd be willing to give it to her. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. He'd be willing to give it to her. Yeah, well, that's what you do when you love somebody. But again, it was it was definitely, uh, like I said, a good move of his when he got up and walked away. Because I feel like when he did walk away, she was like, oh, like you really did just leave. Okay. like mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you would expect to fight for somebody. And I think that um, on the receiving end of when you just cut somebody off is a good thing. Because then it makes you want to now go there. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways. We do have a couple people bring this up in the chat and then also on the hashtag... From uh, Stephanie Omer on the hashtag, any thoughts on the folding box at the end of the episode? So, mother box, anyone? Mother box. Mother box was actually my second thought. My first thought was, is Damian Dark looking for the Cree city from season two of Agents of Shield? Uh, I was actually thinking of the uh, Fires of Pompeii episode of Doctor Who. Dimension hopping and time travel, guys. It's entirely, yep, it's yep, all possible. Totally. He's doing all of it. It's gonna happen. But since you mentioned Motherbox, that I I could possibly see Motherbox. Explain Motherbox. Explain Motherbox. What what is? The, it's essentially a device uh, that is used to jump between dimensions. It creates portals that shoot you through space and time. And we are just now at a point in this world, in this universe, where I could see such a thing mm. existing. Well, yeah, we have. I almost called him Rip Torn, Rip Hunter. <laughs> and what a Vandal- show that would be! <laughs> Tell me about it. And Vandal Savage. Can you blame me? The villain's name is Vandal Savage. And Rip Torn and, and Vandal Rip Savage. Torn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. Mother boxes are typically. Uh, they're they're more technology based than they are magic based, and Damian Dark is clearly a very magic driven guy. His interests don't seem to be. He actually said, "Just because I understand science doesn't mean I'm not bored by it." So that's not where his interests seem to be. But this could easily be a version of that, or some third or fourth thing, or it could just be something that they made up. Yeah, they do that. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up magic too, because when Oliver had gotten purposely caught, um, and the chains came flying off and wrapped around his neck, and Damien did his thing, I was like, "Oh yeah, I think I forgot that you did magic up until that very moment." It just reminded <laughs> me again. Um, How did he get out of that? Like, was a flashbang good like, enough to? I'm wondering if the way to break spells is to break Dark's concentration. Interesting, because a flashbang will mm. certainly do that. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. But he does now know that Felicity is a part of something. So now she's at risk. Um, and it's interesting because we've had a few Twitter followers that still insist that he has to be Felicity's father. And I'm still going, meh, no, I don't think so. Because I'm pretty sure Wendy Miracle slammed that Nixed one down. that one. Yeah. Plus, again, we talked about this. It's a little too insular. Yeah. Especially now that we have Daddy Lance and Mama Smoke. Like, oh. I know everyone in the city knows everyone in the city, but holy cow, we don't need the villain du jour to be Felicity's dad. No. no. What do you think that's going to happen, though, when the kids find out that Lance... Because I don't think that Lance is actually going to bring up the name of his children, right? And Felicity's mom probably isn't either. And if they do end up dating, and then it coming full circle and be like, that's my... But you're my... 
oh, dang. Like, do you think that's going to be an issue for them? I think that they'll just kind of laugh about it. Like, of all of the issues you could have in a city that is slowly, and actually rather quickly, being <laughs> dismantled by a crazy mafia with a dark magician at the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I went there. You saw, you had the mental image. Thank you. Oh, uh, yeah. Your biggest problem is not, my mom is dating your dad. You just kind of sit back and go, okay, that's an extra layer on the onion of weirdness, but we have so much other stuff to worry about. My metaphors have gone insane, guys. It's really late. <laughs> it's magical. We've <laughs> <laughs> gotten a lot of those tonight. <laughs> the computer approves. Windows likes me. I don't know. But you know what? I think it's about time that Lance had love. He's been so ang- he was mm. addicted. He was angry. He was sad. He His was. His life is hard. Yeah, he needs a little love. Daddy yeah. needs a little love. Yeah. I'm reminded of the phrase "life sucks and then you die." Yeah. Oh, thank you. That just we have a grave. Yeah. We have Chekhov's grave. But that's All that's right. that's oh, my point. I'm now because of that scene at the end between between Mama Smoke and Daddy Lance. I I am now genuinely terrified for both of them. And speaking of things sitting on a Chekhov's mantelpiece, Alicia Perez on Twitter is saying, Wendy, no, that's not the Twitter I wanted. Oh, sorry, Alicia Perez. No, she said something (laughs) earlier and I'm reading the wrong one. Do you think Felicity is ever going to find the engagement ring in the apartment? Oh, yeah. Chekhov's engagement ring. It's just sitting there. Oh, okay. You know what? You this is not the first person um at Tom John wait, sorry, Tom Valentine John, which used to be just Tom Valentine, and also at Carrie Bear 09 had told me to tell you and if I say this wrong, I'm sorry. Buna? Yeah. Okay, I said it right. Buna? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's all. That Buna? means hey. Yeah. Oh. Hi. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. In Romanian. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> so anyways, that's all. Just have to give you a shout out from our Twitter followers. Love it. Yeah. Do you speak Romanian? <laughs> I do. Okay, give, like, give, me, give me a little, like, you know. slowly crippling away. Oh. Uh, Buona sera. Oh, wait, that sounds like Italian. Yeah, it's a little bit, I it know. It does sound We're, a wait, little like... It's a Latin-based language. Oh, wow. okay, okay, that makes sense. I know. <laughs> Very interesting. Um, yeah. Really, really quickly, there are a yeah. couple of people in the chat who are pointing out that we brought up mother boxes, and mm-hmm. almost invariably in the comics, when you're dealing with mother boxes, you're also dealing with Apocalypse and the New Gods and Darkseid, and... Uh, while that would be incredible and the greatest thing ever, and maybe if we're in a world where we've got Legends of Tomorrow, we're maybe not so far from seeing that. I have a feeling that if they're going to use Darkseid and the new gods, they're going to hold those for the movies. I don't think we're going to get yeah. uh, Oliver Queen fighting Darkseid anytime soon. As big as our scope has been on these shows, I feel like that is way too big. Yeah. Hey, really quick, just going back to the original question at hand that Alicia Perez had asked about the ring. Someone up there just said that they think that Mama Smoke is going to find it. And I'm like, how awesome would that? That would be hilarious. Because you know she'd be cleaning like, Hi. Felicity walks in. But um, yeah, I think it'd be amazing. I think it'd be fantastic if she's the one that finds it. Because I feel like she would first go talk to Oliver and be like, Yeah. See, and that, I think she would help plan the surprise engagement. That, I, I would say, is an example of potentially artificially generated drama that at the same time could still be really, really entertaining. I yeah. would love it. Because yeah. he was dumb enough to leave it in plain view on that bowl on the table. Like, really, dude? Yeah, did, really? He, did he forget that it's there? Maybe. I would I think he's just, well, this That's, is Oliver. <gasps> he's got a lot of I, other things on his mind. He does. I think he's just kind of saving it for the right moment. And it's kind of a Jack Sparrow thing. If you're looking for the right moment... That was it. The opportune moment. Oh my God. That was it. 
Watered. Hmm, okay, let's see. Anything else that we should cover that is in our Twitter feed? Uh, there is something in the live chat that happened a little while ago that I just wanted to hit. It was uh, X Slytherin Phoenix uh, was the last person I saw bring up. It was actually something from uh, Flash. Where in Flash, and this is set in the same universe, you're dealing with now. We've got time Earth travel. Two. We've got we've got the multi. Which, by the way, I, hearing Victor Garber describe the multiverse, like I, oh, I could cry. Um, but we've got Tell Earth. We've it. got Earth two, and we see certain flashbacks set on Earth two with the version of Harrison Wells from that Earth. And you find out through a news broadcast essentially that on Earth two, Robert Queen is the Green Arrow, and Oliver Queen didn't come back from when the boat sank. And I'm Uh-oh. wondering if that's a nod to Flashpoint, where hmm. they did they almost did a spin on uh, Flashpoint on Flash at the end of season one, where Barry goes tries to he runs so fast because he wants to go back in time and save his mom, and in doing so he destroys the tears universe. apart the fabric of reality. It's mm-hmm. the Doctor Who concept of a fixed point in time. His mom's death is one of those things where if you undo it, right? So everything gone exactly. So. Uh, in that the the world that he comes back to and finds himself in, which is not the world that he left, Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's father, became Batman after his son was killed by the mugger in the alley. And I'm wondering if and it's his a mom became the, the Joker. The Joker, which what? What exactly? It's bonkers. There's beautiful artwork of it. It's so messed up, but it's so good. Bonkers and awesome. But I'm wondering if that wasn't a nod to that. But I just saw a couple people bring it up uh, in the live chat, so I just wanted to hit that. I'm really glad that they kind of went the crisis-averted route with that, because I don't want to deal with Flashpoint on this kind of show. No. And they can't do it if it ties into arrows. That would would be the the darkest thing. It would be awful. That would be really sad for everybody. But the book's great. Put it on my list of things to read. Oh my god, I didn't. Well, okay, so guys, I didn't get to be British yet this episode, guys. I just remembered, and I wanted to sneak <laughs> it in really fast. Okay, somebody tweet at me. I'm so sorry, I haven't had a chance to read it, but it was like talking about how you can have a syndrome of wanting to speak in an accent because of some disorder. I'm like, I don't have a disorder, guys. I just <laughs> like to feel smart. Do we have anything that we didn't cover? We uh, we we haven't so. done the requisite "What's in the box" reference. I think somebody in the live chat did it. Somebody like, like 15, "What's in the box?" Fifteen people in the live chat did that. Yeah. So yeah. thanks, guys. So that's okay. pretty wild. Um, I don't know. I think we covered most of this episode, or at least the big moments in this episode. If I left something out, uh, Twitter followers slash our co-host, be sure to tweet us and let us know if we missed anything. But in the meantime, let's just talk to our special guest, shall oh, we? Sean Phil. in the live chat just Phil. said, diggle, diggle is Zoom, and I'm, and I'm like, crying. Wow. Because there's no way, but that's my new favorite crack theory. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Zoom anyway. being the Flash villain this season. I got it. Okay. 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 He's really fast and he looks like Satan. Oh. He oh. does! It's yeah. terrifying! It's, he, it's, he like, it's like the Scarecrow mask from The Dark Knight Rises with the eyes and then just the shredded, messed up mouth. It's like, oh, I don't feel secure dang. when he's on screen. He's like a mm-hmm. heartless with speed force. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Flash is really good, guys. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I don't <laughs> Getting watch my Flash. trauma out. <laughs> you should. It's good. Anyway, all right. Yeah. So, going to our guest of honor. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so, we usually like to take the end of the show to talk a little bit with our guests about just them in general. And there's mm-hmm. so many cool, fun facts about you as far as like you as an actress and your career and you teach and all these great things. So, tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about your background and your history because I know. You originally went to school for psychology, and then something happened. Was it psychology? Yeah, I was in my third year in a TA room, surrounded by people that I was like, why am I here? And then I left and changed my degree that day. 
Wow. Like, I walked to the dean's office and was like, I need to switch majors now. That yeah, sounds just, like a good epiphany. Yeah, mm. it just happened. Like, Had I, you acted before, though? Oh, yeah. I was, so I was concurrently doing studies in theater. Like, I, I ideally wanted to do a double major in theater and psych, which was, like, a headstrong go for it. Um, so I just made a switch. It was, like, kind of easy. And then that was my focus, gratted, and then um, didn't really go get into acting right away. I got scouted um, working at a medical clinic. Oh wow! Yeah, I was like, that's like the stories hard, that movies are made of. Hardcore working at a medical clinic, like loved medicine, loved the body, loved like this machine we're in. Um, and then got hooked up with my first agent, and then my career just. I've just been blessed and grateful and working hard, like all those things that combine mm-hmm. like to make a magic cauldron of awesomeness happen with your life. Yeah, and now I'm here. So <laughs> wait, but having okay, so having a background in psychology, is that ever useful as far as dissecting certain characters? Do you yeah, ever find yourself using that? It's pretty great. Like I still have all my textbooks and I find myself going to like some you know, characters that I have where I'm like, I need to get into you a little bit deeper. Um, but at the end of the day, you just kind of, you got to play off of what's on the page and who you're working with, sure. and like the story. So it does help. It helps when you, when you want to take that thing to the next level for sure. Yeah. Um, really quick, Twitter followers, if you guys have any questions, now would be the opportunity that you could take <laughs> to shoot us some questions. We can also go ahead and ask our guests as well. Yeah, Twitter or in the uh, live chat. Do you have any other projects that you're working on that you could tell us about? Yeah. Um, I actually just am in post-production for a short film that I was co-producing with my co- uh, co-producer, Stephen Sachak. He was directing it and wrote it. It's called Forward, F-W-D. It's going to be um, hopefully ready for us to showcase to the world in 2016. Nice. And then right. I have a, another short film that I produced and was starring in as well called The Wall. Um, and it's another short. It's like a suspense thriller. Um, and that's going to be up at Whistler Film Festival. Cool. It did a premiere down in Atlanta Horror um, Festival in October. So we're kind of wanting like circuit that around, meet some people. Yeah. Keep doing fun projects. Cool. So yeah, that's kind of all that I can really do with my time. Like besides you know, trying to have a life and like, making other cool little movies. Audition. And right. audition. Yeah, yeah. That's life. Yeah. Describe your audition for us as far as this particular character you're auditioning for because I know that you, I read something like you put coconut oil in your hair or something sure. crazy. Yeah, I rolled out of bed and I just kind of another like epiphany moment. I just rolled out of bed. I'd been working on the sides and just was like, you know what? I'm just going to like dumb everything down that I've done before with my aesthetic. Like I've always gone in um, you know, honoring the role and honoring the character. And this time I just decided to really honor this role and what I was given for the script was she was a prisoner and had been attacked and, you know, dealt with in poor manners. So I was like, all right, let's just kind of maybe brush up my hair and grease it up a little bit because yeah. I don't sweat while I'm sleeping. So you live in a, I was you like, live in a cave now. Yeah, I'm like, okay, makeup artists and trailers, you've taught me well. Yeah. So, you know, coconut oil and... That was it. Like, I just rolled up with no Looking makeup. Crazy. Yeah, just a little bit, you know, how you would, perhaps, in a prison. And, like, MC Hammer pants that had, like, mothball holes in them. Awesome. And, like, this awesome shirt my boyfriend had in his closet that looked a little bit dirty and, like, a, 
Really? I don't like, know. Really? Yes. Oh. I have the outfit. Like I've kept it. It's like in my house. But yeah, you we, kept your boyfriend's shirt. We and we, the MC yeah. Hammer pants. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, this needs to be kept. Um, yeah. And then I just went in there and played in the room and took some redirects and walked out and they called you. You had one audition. Yeah, it was. It was. It was just a tape. Like, okay. There was nobody else in the room. It was just the casting director and. That was it. Nice. So, yeah, and then I got a call a few days later and was driving and was like, okay, thank you. Okay. And then, like, my agent was still on the phone with me, and I'm like, I need to pull over, right? And she's like, yeah, you should pull over right now. Like, I was on Bluetooth. I was on Bluetooth. I wasn't, like, talking on my phone. Yeah, and then it hit me. Like, after I pulled over, I'm like, okay, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Nice. But you still never know. Like, sure. you, you never know what's coming at you until it's still coming you know like right. you're like oh, okay great I'm working okay I'm working again yeah. Oh, okay great. yeah yes that was it awesome cool yeah questions comments concerns do you have questions for us interview us I'm just astounded by the intimate knowledge you all have you guys are nerds <laughs> <laughs> yep accurate <laughs> It's brilliant. Like I, I'm, I've just, I'm just been sitting here in awe. Actually, like I don't think I've ever been so still and focused <laughs> for this long. Because I'm like, my God, I feel like I'm in a lecture hall again, but I'm not. They just doodling. keep talking. Yeah, and it's amazing. Like you guys are in for a treat. You guys are great. I'm just like, thank you. Poof. That's all them. I talk about romantic like, stuff. No, but it. I'm like mother box, like time travel. <laughs> like I know my mom is watching this right now. She's probably like, I don't know what you're talking about. I have to read some comic books. Like, it's it's not, not you guys are nerd, it's you're a nerd. <laughs> oh, oh. Just wow. put it all on Lex. Wow, I mean you're not wrong, oh. but <laughs> whoa, what was that? All right, well nerds. No, nah, I'm with you. I'm the one wearing the uh, Mr. Universe shirt in here. It's yeah, amazing. Really. It's amazing. Yeah. Ah. 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 Clearly, you guys love what you do, so kudos oh, to you. Good. Yeah, yeah. we fun. would not be here after midnight if we did not. <laughs> it's love what we late, did. guys. <laughs> Passionate. <laughs> well, since it is since it is late, yes, I will. We'll have the accent, but anyways, um, can we get some news and gossip, please? After Buzz TV news. All right, so I just pull up, you know, you guys know me. I pull up random pictures, and I'm like, what is That's that? amazing. I saw this online, and I was like, no, it's Frozen, but it's Laurel. <laughs> this is fantastic. Let it go. Let it go. Uh, I would love a version of Frozen in which one of them has Lazarus Pit Dude, Rage. no, they should just do a Frozen and give her a canary mask. That's what needs to happen. Artists, um, mm. make it happen, just like you said. Make Say, it that happen. That was actual Frozen. That's on Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh I know, she I know does. That. She does. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> she does. With icy powers, right? Or is that the other one? No. I've seen Frozen awesome. one time. This, this is fun, you guys. Okay, so anyways, this is just fun artwork that somebody sent me, but I don't know who the artist is, to be honest with you. I just thought oh, it was really cool. cool. And I love featuring yeah. work that fans do, so pretty awesome. Okay, let's move on to our next picture. I just, okay, so if you're listening to the podcast, oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. I just like to have pictures for all our YouTube watchers. It looks a little bit like the drawing we it's just saw. It's just Diggle holding some random woman, but I was like, look at those guns. No, no, I think that's Sarah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she takes care of us on set. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> she's you. wonderful. Not, not, oh, not yes. Sarah Lance. Sarah, Sarah's Sarah. very lucky in that very particular moment. Mm, she's marvelous. Oh, yeah, look at oh, me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you are. 
And I just thought this picture was really hilarious. Who's that? Isn't that Mark Guggenheim? I, I think, think it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he's photobombing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, do I have any more pictures? Oh, look, it's you. Are we dead? Is that, is that a picture? Yeah. I don't know if it's a picture or if it's a video, to be honest with you. It's me. It's just ghost. a picture. Oh, it's a picture. Yeah. That's you on Supernatural. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, I'm a yeah. Huge Supernatural fan. So I was like, dog. I know who you are. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to geeking out now. I love All right. it. All right, next photo. Do I have any more That photos? was it. Oh, do I have any video? I mean, nope. something? That didn't say hey, audio before, file. Hey, before no, we just okay. hang out. Well, you know, we I was giving everybody. Huh? What? What? Crossover. Yeah. Crossover oh. info. There oh, was oh. an interview about the upcoming crossover episode. Evidently, they are having a big to-do and a screening uh, next weekend, I believe. And there is a contest page on CW's website where if you are in the United States, you can enter to win. And it's a trip to L.A. And it's VIP tickets to the screening and yada, yada, yada. Good mm. luck. I want to win a trip to L.A. Me yeah. too. <laughs> Good lord. Put me up in a hotel for a couple days. It'll be great. I'll get someone else to feed the cat. <laughs> bring it. Just bring it. I, assume, I am not putting my cat in a hotel. I can't even get her in a carrier. And they also talked about how the uh, crossover this year, like last year, if you didn't watch one or the other shows, you'd be fine. This year, they're treating it like a straight-up two-hour event. Oh. Movie length. And most of the arrow portion of it will take place in Central City. Yes. And most of the flash portion of it will be in Star City. Interesting. So they are really flip-flopping things. And at this point, they are very much saying, hey, fans, you, have to watch you need to watch both shows. I That's just not fair. We're, we're at the point where it's so like, much. congratulations, you need to be into everything. That was so, just my question. Do you guys love that or I not? I love, it's the MCU, but on TV. I'm okay with that. I am, but that's also because I've been in it to win it from the beginning on all of these. So I can imagine if you watch The Flash and then you started off with season one of Arrow and you're like, this is really super grimdark and I don't want to do this anymore. Mm. Then you'd be a little ticked that you have to swing into it now or at least have to watch an episode of a show you don't watch. But, you know, deal with it. Yeah. Yep. Most shows don't do this. Most shows are not able to do this. The right. closest we've gotten since ever is Bones and Sleepy Hollow, and I have no idea how that crossover went or if it was even any good. Yeah, that's a thing that occurred. That did, didn't it? Yeah. It well, did. I, see, I immediately, I would think to go as a point of comparison, Buffy and Angel. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. but one's, well, that okay, yeah, one sense. is a spinoff of the other, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. same idea. But, yeah, so even, at this even point in time, shows, if you guys don't watch Flash, you're going to need to watch both parts of the crossover, and it is right before Thanksgiving, so goodness knows when our after show will be for this. Oh, so, yeah. wait, hold on, though. Are they airing back-to-back as in the same night back-to-back? No, or back- no it'd be oh, Tuesday, Regular time slots. Okay, got and it. They released, so, it's like getting a cliffhanger right in the middle. They oh. released a mm. photo that is, I would assume, most of the lineup of heroes that we're going to see in this crossover. And in this one frame together, you've got Green Arrow, you've got Speedy, you've got The Flash, you've got Canaries, you've got Hawkman and Hawkgirl, and you've got Magneto Diggle. And reading interviews about this crossover, about the number of superheroes that you're going to see on television sharing a frame together, we're talking, I believe, the number that was floated in an interview I read was at least nine at a time. I read an article... I'm a nerd about just breaking down some of these photos on um, a wonderful movie site called Birth Movies Death and I forget unfortunately who wrote the article but they pointed out there was only one precedent for this in live action entertainment 
and it's Avengers Age of Ultron from this year, and that was in a massive billion-dollar grossing movie, and now we're doing it on television, and it is a wonderful time to be alive. <laughs> yes. I and am he just so That's the commitment that I was talking about. And <laughs> I'm also going to try and just get into the event in LA. We'll we'll see how that goes. Mm. Yeah. Attempts are being made. Yeah. Interesting. I got into last year's. It's not impossible. We'll try it again. Manifest it. Yeah. I I am going to do my best. Attempts will be made. <laughs> All right, guys. So that's what I have for news and gossip. Sounds good. Let's get into some predictions. It's that time of the evening. Let's see what you guys think is going to happen. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. (laughs) Isn't the light show great? I'm just like, yes. The light show is amazing. (laughs) So much fun. Um, Okay. Predictions. I don't know if anybody wants to go first. Any particular? No. Okay, it's probably going to be me. That's awesome. All yep. Right. Um. Yeah. I don't know. To be honest with you. Um. We did have the preview for the next episode, and surprise, surprise, uh, those of you who some of y'all called it. Yeah. Evidently, Andy is a still alive and b in hive. And they did straight up say under Dark's control, but. I don't know if that's actually the case or if that's an immediate assumption. Like, he must be controlled. Ah, he might have done well, an alliance know, swap, dude. Well, no, no, no. Um, I actually did read an interview, and um, I, they haven't said it in the show yet, but Damien Dark supposedly can actually put something in somebody's... He said put it in their water, but he's just referring to there is something that he can do to people to have them under his control. Magical roofies. Oh, my God. So, I mean, it's possible that that's what happened. But one of the Twitter followers actually had said in episode one when Diggle was caught or something by one of the Hive members, and the Hive member had every opportunity in the world to kill Diggle. He looked at him for a moment and then got up and ran. And so the prediction was is quite possibly that was his brother at that moment. Which is a good prediction. Not sure how I feel about this twist. I don't know. Can we let dead people stay dead? That's true. Know. How many Tommy Merlin hasn't come back yet? He will. It's only a matter of time. It's only really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I figure at this point, if Malcolm himself hasn't brought Tommy back, then and Tommy would be the least equipped to handle the pit. Let's oh, yeah, be real. that's not as fair. But he's he's de- he's our one guy that we can count on to stay dead. So good old good old Tommy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a dubious um, honor. Yeah, okay, so um, outside of your own character, do you have any predictions of things that could potentially develop with other characters? Or maybe you'd like to see happen? I don't. I, like, <laughs> it's hard I, with the NDA, I'm, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm actually excited to see what's going to happen with um, with Miss Smoke and Lance. Like, yeah, I really, me too, me like, too. Like, she's sassy. Oh, she's cute. Like, I just want to see what's going to happen there. It's not so much a prediction, but just, like, bring it on. I'm saying, I love, you know, and they're very, um, they're very consistent with her character as far Mm. as her being who she is. And even, I don't know, it's just interesting. It'll be interesting to dive into the psychology of who she is because of the fact that we hear, we heard about, you know, obviously Felicity's dad was a deadbeat. Um, and she'd said, you know, I'd given everything to him, you know, my Mm -hmm. this, my that, my twenties. So, She'd also said she'd never experienced the love like Felicity and Oliver. So to me, that leaves room for thinking she's a woman who quite possibly could have some sort of emotional issue. It could be an insecurity because, yes, she's great. She looks great. She has a great body. But she definitely dresses like a teenager. 
Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm like, is it, like, so what's the mindset behind this woman? Because she's obviously a very bright woman, but she presents herself to be very, like, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, I'm like, what? Like, Some what people are do. just like that. <laughs> I love that her flip flops were yes. wedges and they're yes. like two inches tall. It's yeah. Like, okay, to go to bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, that yeah, that wasn't even a prediction at all. That was just I'd love to learn the psychology yeah. of who she is, her her backstory a little bit more. And she's wonderful on that show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah she's absolutely she does wonderful. A great job. Yeah. Anyways, all right, cool. Well, I think that wraps it. Do you have any predictions for us? I I hit most of the things that are coming that I'm okay, really so excited. Anyway, about. Um, we always do wow, <laughs> that never stops being hurtful. Not even <laughs> once. Not even once. I'm de- frankly, I'm looking forward to seeing more of you and seeing Thank you, you. Yes. do more things, interact more, and live in the cave, and it'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah the box of scraps. Yeah. All right. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us with our special guest. I'm Allie Kona Bradford. You can find me at Boys and Beauty 01. Please find me on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel, Boys and Beauty with Allie Kona. And then follow this guy right over here. Follow me. I'm all over the internet-y, webby stuff uh, at the Lex Michael. Uh, I'm also on the Fargo Season 2 panel, the Ash vs. Evil Dead panel, and Historic Hollywood on the Popcorn Talk Network. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiajay. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. Feel free to add me. I kind of live here. I am on everything. We just did our last Steven Universe after show for a while today. Z Nation, Blind Spot. I so many shows, you guys. So many shows. And, hey. and I'm Alicia Rotaro. You can find me at at Alicia Rotaru and those are all my handles on social media and you can watch her on Arrow yeah, yeah. <laughs> alright guys again thank you so much we had such a great time for those of you who tweeted in the live chat and we will see all of you next week Mwah. goodbye from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro Phil Svitek and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 